<laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm loving this song right now. It's one of my favorites. Makes me want to shake my ass. <laughs> yes. This one too. Just one more. Have you been listening to that like Portuguese Brazilian shit? Yes, I, I love it. Dude, they've been awesome. I definitely have been listening to the uh, Carnavales Panama 2019 on Spotify. Oh, it, I need to look that one up. It's so good. This one, they have this one that reminds me of like, you know, our family drinking uh, on the porch and just uh, hanging out is what it sounds like. Just the way it was recorded. Yes. <clears throat> I need to look it up. Yes. So, this is Bruja Society. Hello. We are just two bored witches. 100%. My name's Yaya, and you're listening to also. Chrissy. What? Oh, sorry. I was like, I'm gonna let her finish. Um, this is Chrissy, and this is Bruja Society. Oh yeah, what up? What up? It's been a good minute since we've had a moment to catch up with everyone, do some readings. Uh, pretty much all due to the retrograde or retrograde, since we're all, we're still in a few retrogrades here and there. But um, yeah, but I feel like the worst one has already passed. Or at yeah. least for now, for now. No, for now. <laughs> for now. Um, but yeah, it's been a wild ride. We're really just going to focus on talking about, you know, different <clears throat> stories that we've encountered, ways that we've handled the retrograde, because really there was a lot of stuff that we were planning, but you know how much we go. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't time. Like, nope. We were not energetically ready for all that. <laughs> not at all. It was pretty wild. Well, so we'll start with just kind of treading back a little bit. I don't know if you remember in our readings, um, pretty sure you probably do, how a lot of it was about like surrendering and like letting go and just like going with the flow was really like what the hard part was for a lot of people. Yeah. Was that mainly how it was for you? This time, not really. Um, usually whenever there's a Mercury retrograde, I am a mess. My anxiety is on high, you know, I'm super irritable and it just feels like an overload of senses. But this time I feel like I kind of already, like, it's like, I've already been through this so many times now. Like I already know, you know, it was like familiar. Yeah. Yes. It was familiar. And then just, I just went in it. I just dove in. I'm like, all right, let's do this. This is only temporary. Like, let's do the shit. Oh, yeah. Dude, it definitely was insane overall with how many events were happening, you know, side by side of each other. And it's like, like, what after the other? Like, are we serious right now? It yeah. Was, it was a hot mess. Um, of course, mine was more about patience and, like, really looking at the cause and effect and if it was worth it those pros and cons and all my drama was not worth it (laughs) for sure nothing to to activate it or nothing to really egg it on it was just really someone has ill will and they're gonna try to come at me but at the same time I never gave a a forcible reaction to make them hate me more 
or yeah that I always just kick back but that was just one situation for sure of the retrograde for you uh, I guess yours was a bit of drama as well nothing like super specific but like just overall the buildup of like stress right <clears throat> yeah um there's also just been a lot of changes going on and for me change in general is something that's so difficult so I've just kind of been focusing on that like okay how am I going to deal with all these different changes you know change is always a tough one for sure um man one of the crazy stories that I definitely just want to jump into because I haven't been able to tell you like dude so <laughs> y'all it's been a minute since we her and I have actually like sat down and chilled and caught up so, so this is our first time hearing each other's stories <laughs> no without like you know all the extra juice that comes with a good story um but I have a lot that I've been wanting to tell Chrissy so we figured this would probably be the best way to share about that with everybody since it's a really a neat set of events that have happened for me for uh, sure I don't mean very fun either <laughs> and it's it's gonna be super interesting because this is just weird shit like it's shit that only happens to magical people <laughs> you know for real like no average person would know how to deal with this kind of stuff it would be insane not to say they couldn't they just wouldn't know how to Yes, and when I say magical people, I don't literally mean magical people like from Harry Potter. (laughs) I mean like gifted. Yeah, gifted people, you know, just people who are very in tune with themselves and with the universe and like those people who believe in energy and nature and like just love and this whole connection. Mm -hmm. You know, the ones who are open to receive are the ones who get to experience the most wildest shit. Yes, because we're walking um, lighthouses. Literally, we walk into a dark room. Everyone focuses on us without us even trying it, and it's not even the sense of what we're wearing or anything. Just our energy presents. Yeah, where we walk in. Yep, it's so, like magnetism. Literally. Yeah. All the dark in people's life or things that they're dealing with in the moment, they literally turn around, they see us, and it's like, whoa. Like, you're a different energy, and this is wild. Like, people feel it. People are a lot more intuitive, I notice, than they realize. Uh, Absolutely. They just don't recognize it or acknowledge it. Yeah. I mean, we were really intuitive from the get-go, from, like, yeah. the beginning of our friendship, but we never actually acknowledged that it was intuition. It was just more of a... Eh, we'll just see what happens. And we always knew that it was going to work out no matter what. But the interesting part was like, just like I mentioned with the magnetism, where her and I just kind of were drawn to each other. Yeah, It's just like, hey, you're weird. I'm weird. We both like the same weird shit. So let's just keep going. And then we continue to find more weirdos. Yeah, and then I found out that they're collective. Yes, there's so many of us. There's so many of us fucking oh. weirdos. <laughs> All of you beautiful people listening must be weirdos, and you have found your. Yes, we are here for you. We love you. Um, I'm just gonna jump right into the craziest shit because yes, I know you've been waiting for it, and this sounds like a freaking movie, and it's not. It's so real life, and I, I have witnesses. I have people who are with me. Mine is the second story that I'll tell, but the first one's very crazy. Um, 
So this is taking place on the second Saturday here in San Antonio. So second Saturday every month. And we were down by like the South Alamo or South Florida. Somewhere downtown where there's a little expedition. uh, How do you say it? Exhibitions. There we go. I was like, (laughs) Um, But with exhibitions, there are a bunch of like art pieces for sale, markets and stones and stuff. So. That uh, sounds fun. It was really, really cool. I bought this neat little um, hand screen printed uh, thing that said, if you're not down with the witches or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to buy this. Uh, I'll have to show it to you. And I totally forgot that I bought that. Um, I, I, was, I love that stuff. I love finding like cute little knickknacks here and there. Yes. Oh my gosh. I got so many cards from so many vendors. Like whatever event I hold, I'm just going to personally invite these people. Cause yeah. They had really cool stuff. So I digress, sorry. Uh, it's a really cool market if you're in San Antonio, second Saturday. And pretty much in Blue, uh, was it Blue Star or Brick or any kind of South Town area? Yo, it's it's lit. Yes. So, yeah, so we get there and there's one part where I bought that patch, the screen printed patch. And we had a full beer. We all had a beer. And... um. You know, we thought everything was connected, so this is really like unknowingly. But then we realized it was kind of illegal. We walked around with our drinks, so it's not bad. yeah, it's not New York. And we're like, yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. <laughs> so uh, I was like, let's just wait here. It was just right across the street, empty building. There wasn't anybody like really managing it. There wasn't a lot of cars either. Um, wish I could tell you the name of it, but I definitely won't be going back to it if I saw it. I would know instantly. But it has like a motorcycle or something on the outside of structure. Uh, well, anyways, we stopped right there outside because there's a bunch of people drinking outside in that lot. So we just kind of, you know, blended in. And um, as soon as we walked in, because uh, my boyfriend wanted to keep going, I was like, no, 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 let's just stay here. It's fine. Yeah. Was it like uh, an intuition? Like, yeah. was it a nudge? Here. Pure intuition of me wanting to just wait. Let's hang out here real quick and just finish this beer and then we can go kind of thing. Because I just... I was getting a lot of anxiety, but I couldn't tell from where it was coming from. I just thought it was going to be like a cop because I know that anxiety is like, yeah, they're getting anxious. I'm like, no, 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 let, let's just wait, you know? Um, so literally, oh my gosh, this is literally just a few steps. Like as soon as I said that, our friend, um, I won't say her real name on here because I don't know how she feels about all that, but yeah, for sure. was there and she was like, yeah, I don't want to keep walking. Let's just stay here for a second. So literally we turned around. And we kind of, we started to, like, group ourselves into that group of three, you know, so that way people know that we're not, like, yeah. inviting them. So, all of us... Like, <laughs> You're closing them off. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be friendly with everybody. I'm just trying For to be sure. Better. And so, all of a sudden, I literally turn around. Like, it's it's literally split seconds. Like, I, I keep saying literally, but that's how quick it happened. It's just seconds. Like, ten seconds. Like, two seconds later, I just turned around this guy, this black guy. He came up and he had like dreads and he has a whole bag of like incense and I'm like, okay, cool. All of a sudden I could tell that I can't even look at him in the face. And you know how that might, that's one of my signs that I already don't like your vibe if I can't look you in the face. Yeah. You know, cause I don't want that energy to like stick to me. So right. I'm like looking at his stuff, looking around, making it a point to ask him questions. And so I'm smelling some of his incense. And um, if anyone looks for him, he's Mr. Boombastic. He's a he's a guy who's missing some teeth. He's sketchy <laughs> as hell, dude. He's so sketchy. So um, the reason why I say sketchy, you'll, you'll see why um, throughout the story. But I already knew he was sketchy, and we were like, okay. 
So I'm smelling some of these incense, and I'm like, um, I can't smell any of them. Mind you, I'm a very magic potent person. Like, I'm always having something on me. Like, like this is something I don't need if I can't smell it, you know? Yeah. Oh, are, are these made with intention? And he goes, intentional? Red flag number two, avoiding the question. I would have bought a whole maybe $50 worth if he would have, you know, opened up and said, yeah, I made these with magic. I did this. You know how I'm really open with people. Yeah. I expect that in return to show that they're trustworthy, at least to tell me what they're doing with their incense. So I didn't, I didn't want to buy it again. I was like, no, you know what? I'm good. Do you have a business card? He was like, oh, I have a flyer. He gave me one. I already know like magic people, you're going to dress your shit. I dress my cards with my oil. I'm trying to give out the blessings, you know? So he gave me one and our friend won. And I was like, all right, cool. So he still tried to give me an incense, but he pulled it out from a different stack that I wasn't even looking at. So um, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, thanks. And then as soon as he turned around, I put it down the thing and I just threw it. I was like, I don't fucking want this. Like, yeah. if I wanted it, I would have asked you for a sample or I would have bought something. But nothing was calling for me. So um, we, <laughs> I turn around because I'm standing where he's standing sort of to like block out whoever else is coming to know yeah. I'm done talking to people like I just want to chill mind you I haven't drank my beer I maybe drank it before we even you know in that first market I drank some but we crossed over and that's when I stopped drinking because I was feeling just very uneasy so after this guy left my beer was still in my hand and I was like all right and I was trying to focus and I couldn't and all of a sudden the, the top like my whole foot up to my shin was burning like, oh my gosh like, like how like, like like can you describe the sensation literally like if i was standing over um like plant leaves that had like embers underneath but it was only like a layer of like banana leaves or like a cardboard layer underneath me like i could feel the heat like if someone had fire around me like like oh an man fire. yeah that's crazy just, you know when you get next to like a bonfire yeah real and you can feel the heat like that yeah Okay, imagine that but like times five like it was like if i was in the heat wow that's crazy. crazy so i literally just turned slightly just enough to see if my point is made because i already know what the fuck he's doing so i turn around i'm like oh i see him burning uh lighting an incense in front of somebody kind of looking at me and i was like this motherfucker i was like no you're not about to do this shit with me and, and like everyone out here i was like no, no no i'm not about to do this i'm fucking leaving so I was like, no, we got to go. We got to go. And um, my boyfriend and our friend are like, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, you're just tripping out. Like, you're good. And I was like, no, we have to go. I was like, we cannot stay here. The longer we stay here, the fucking worse it's going to get. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah, crazy. That kind of urgency. You know that urgency for me? Like, when we go out and I'm like, no, stay here. Like, yeah. I'm like taking charge. And I'm like, that's it. Like, I'm not playing no games. Like, I need to get out of this energy. So we go around the corner. And this guy's on the other side of the building. He doesn't know that we actually, like, are just on the side. But there's a guy outside that's watching us. Like, I don't know if he's the same guy or what. But I asked for the, the flyers, and I threw them on the floor. And then I just started cleansing us. And I was like, yo, like, this is wild. And I told him, I was like, that powder, that incense that he's burning is hot foot powder. I'm not fucking stupid. I don't have to know exactly what that shit is to feel what? it. What what is sorry to cut you off, but I'm like making a mental like there's like a movie going on in my mind right now. Yeah. What is hot foot powder? So hot foot powder is like 
Because, okay, in this situation, he's using it, obviously, because we didn't buy anything from him. Because also, mind you, I didn't even mention, but out of nowhere, no, like, intention given, any kind of sign given, but this dude offered us edibles, and we're like, no, we're good, like, I don't even know you, like, <laughs> why do I want anything from you? No, so we didn't buy anything from him, so that's why he was sent, he was lighting us, because he wanted us to leave. So literally, gotcha. we left, and that's the intention that he got, but he kept burning that shit, because that shit didn't leave until later in the night, like, wow. it was stuck right on my foot because I'm the one who took it first I was the one who was talking to him the most so um the other girl also felt her feet very hot I asked her um later in the night I was like hey were your feet hot like at any point she goes yeah after we saw that guy and I was like yeah I didn't like that oh shit yeah. she's not she's not a very magical person is she she her genetics is definitely magic intended but she's not like she's just going through her awakening period. Oh, okay but and, she like, knows something's up, up. Yeah, she knows yeah. stuff. So, <clears throat> hang on. I had my legs crossed too long. <laughs> oh, you're good. That numbing feeling. I know. You know, because we're probably just sitting on our living room couches right now. <laughs> I'm on the closet floor because I have to. Dude, I'm in the too. closet floor. <laughs> that is so funny. funny. We're We're recording separately today, so... I have no idea what she's yeah. doing and vice versa. Yeah, we didn't tell each other the environment, but I just figured the, the closet was a good fit. Yes, that, that is so funny. Um, Dude, so when did you stop feeling the burning in your feet? So we went to a couple of other venues. We'll get this. Um, the venue that we went right after was next door. It had a Buddhist, uh, a Buddha head, like a giant yeah. one sitting like against the, the wall. And we went in and there was a red light and i yo my feet were cool like it was like night and day like that was like a like a protective house like wow something because as soon as we we did we leave or he did we leave uh there was a guy i don't remember if he left before us or after us but he followed us all night not intentionally but we were just always in the same place at the same time he looked like he could be a buddha like he was a big bald man wearing (laughs) clothes carrying bongos like he was a very magical looking person overall, like just very spiritual. I don't know what he was or why I didn't talk to him, but we kept seeing him. That was like guide sign for like, you're good. You know, if he's here, you're good. And I was like, okay. So we went across the street and across the street inside. I couldn't even go inside the building because it was so stuffy. I was like, it's hot as wow. fuck in there. I'm not going in there. And I don't know what was in there, but I literally stood outside and I messaged you. And that's when I was like, hey, this crazy shit happened, blah, blah, blah. So we keep walking around and we end up at a Kunstel or Kunster. It's some kind of German bar um, area. And we're familiar with it because we've gone there a few times. So we end up there and our friend, she has to go to the restroom. But after she went, she found a spot, this long table with a candle lit at the end of it. And her and my boyfriend sat in front of each other and I sat at the head of the table. And literally my, my feet were aligned with the white candle. And it was a fucking Virgin Mary candle. Oh, shit. And after that, we just ate and we were just chilling. And it was like, like, okay, we were being cleansed in the moment with like the candle and the energy. It was just like, fuck, okay, like now I can, I feel like I'm okay to go home. Like, not because we were drinking, mind you. Like, I don't even think I I can. Damn. I threw my beer away, by the way, before we even left that. After that scenario happened of leaving. I forgot to mention that I threw my beer away. That's why I was making and making this such a point that I had it in my hand because 
I was like, when we got to go, we got to go. I just threw the whole thing away because I know whatever he was sending to me was going to be trapped in that beer, which is why you should never continue drinking if you're in an area where you feel bad energy or you just something doesn't feel right. That's just going to get trapped inside of your your drink because it's spirits. Absolutely. You know, so if you're having a good time, then, you know, that spirit's going to be having a good time, too. And that's sharing the energy. But. I could even drink it after that. And then we actually got to a place with crystals and I drank there, but it was wild. Wow. I saw like a whole movie flash before my eyes. Like the part when you said that the guy had the hot foot powder and like you look back and he's burning it. Like I just imagine this whole thing, you know, where like the, the close up of the hot foot powder and then like literally felt like yeah. a movie. It was so wild, dude. Oh my God. Like, wow. I didn't think that a real-life magic battle could happen that quick or just out of nowhere. Just because I didn't buy something from somebody, like, you really are that ugly with people. I was like, nah. I I like to keep my customers with, you know, good integrity and trust and, like, do things the right way. But Absolutely. You know, like, as soon as we left, he had some shit attached to him that was really, like, hunting. Like, he was... Oh for like new customers because he was so insistent on getting me that extra incense that that lonely incense without telling me what it was very interesting it was that you were able to sense that type of energy yes this is like my the level that i'm at now like if we would have seen this in public i don't think we would be there very long or I would react the same way. I definitely would have been like, no, like we need to go. Like, yeah, actually just go home and not continue the rest of the night because I didn't feel right. But now that I knew that that, that little section is just like, it was instant magic. Like, you don't think that shit happening in real life, but that shit is wild. Dude, that is. Like the you feel the magic being thrown at you and it's like, dude. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. Like, speaking of Oho, I've been exploring it. Okay. So that way I know, like, what is happening. Because um, I've had to deal with Oho recently. But, but let me backtrack. So, okay. dude, your story is nuts. But um, I wanted to tell y'all about, um, I think it was like a couple of months ago, me and my son were in the same dream. And it was a dream about, like, shadows and shit. And we both woke up at the same time. I woke up freaked out. Because it was one of those dreams where you wake up and you think you're awake. And that you're, like, up and doing your normal shit. You know? But you're asleep. So, I was, yeah, I, I was dreaming. I remember, like, waking up and I sat up and I'm about to get up out of the bed. And I see my apartment exactly as it is in real life. But I just see, like, these black shadows, just, like, Dementors from Harry Potter. What? Yeah. Well, not maybe not as spooky, but just, like, flowy yeah. black shadows all just kind of, like, coming in from the living room into my room. And then I woke up. And I was really, really freaked out. I don't usually, like, get freaked out with dreams. But I was really freaked out and very, like, panicky. And then my son woke up. Like immediately, and he's like, "Mommy, they're gonna get you." What? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's like, "Mommy, the lobsters are gonna get you." And I was like, "The lobsters?" And I'm like, "Maybe he's dreaming up some like he's in his own dreamland." No, he's like, "No, mommy, the the lobsters are gonna the lobsters are gonna get you." I don't know if maybe he saw something 
that reminded him of lobsters. I don't know. But, um, so I was really freaked out. This was, mind you, I woke up from the dream at 5.55 a.m. Wow. So that big energy, you're going to have to have one of those battles like I'm having. Dude, I don't know, but it was crazy. Like, him and I were in the same dream, I think. And he was still really freaked out, so... Um, he refused to be in the room. Wow. He, re- yeah, he refused. Yeah, so we went out into the living room and I burned some dragon's blood incense and we just chilled out there. But while we were out there, he, my son would still tell me, hey, like, I still see them. They're still there. And I'm like, well, where do you see them at? And he points to the door, like the same exact spot that they were coming from in the dream. The portal entry? Yeah, I guess so, dude. We always we always thought my, my apartment had portals. I definitely always thought for sure. Like, I know my apartment is, but I knew yours was the way the doors were set up with the mirror in front of the... Oh, dude, door. that makes sense. I I made sure... Well, I used to make sure we don't live there anymore, but um, I made sure that each door was always closed. And then ever since that night with the dream, um, now Elias does it, my son. He would always make sure to keep the doors closed. I never told him to do that. And it's not like, oh, but he watches you. Well, yeah, probably because he senses the energy and he knows, like, we don't want that shit in here. Keep those doors closed, you know. (laughs) Um, I'm sidetracking, losing my train of thought. Um, Oh, but yeah, the dream. So he was telling me he could still see them. And yeah, it was just crazy. That sounds (laughs) Maybe it translates into what he's seen, like what he saw today. I don't know, because he wasn't scared. So let's fast forward to today. Um, we we don't live in that apartment anymore. We moved um, back in uh, with my parents for a little bit, save up some monies. Um, and I'm really familiar with the energy at my mom's house. Um, so anyways, my son... I'm going up the stairs and my son's in the living room. He's like, mom, there's an, mama, there's an orange one. It's like an orange one. He's like, yeah, the orange one with eyes. It has eyes this time. I was like, what? What are you talking about? There's nothing in there. There's nothing orange in the room. I looked around. There's nothing that could give him that type of idea or like. Maybe this is where the portal is in this room. I don't know. In the living room. Yeah, does your mom have, like, a mirror in front of a window or something? No. Hmm. I don't know, but... So, I'm like, okay, but he wasn't freaked out by it. He was just kind of like, what is that? He kept pointing. And I I sent you the video. Oh, yeah? I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, he just kept pointing. So, I'm like, what orange thing? Okay, whatever. Um, It was kind of like an octopus. He, he, yeah, he said it was like an octopus. Mind you, this kid is three. Like, he doesn't, you know... Like I tell stories that yeah, like it's he can't just create the shit. I mean, he can, but this is too advanced. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So he explained it, or he described it as an octopus. So I'm like an orange octopus. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just have to look more into it and then maybe follow up. Yeah, I'm just gonna monitor, not monitor, but I'm just gonna be wary of everything. Yeah, for sure. Because now it's times you're getting more sensitive and things are so wild um would you like to share how you handled your retrograde this year i mean this last retrograde the mercury one 
I feel like we backtracked. <laughs> we did, right? I feel like we were talking about that, but then we rabbit holed into other stuff. It was just it happened. Just, I just the, the first story because oh I yeah, yes, to tell you for but sure. Yes, let's backtrack to the original topic. Of yeah, recent retrograde. So that retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I handled this retrograde better. Like, this is the best way that I've handled it so far. Um. I still felt the anxiety in the polls. Okay, so let's backtrack a little bit. So Mercury, Mercury, wow, I'm making up my words, guys. Mercury (laughs) retrograde. Um, For those of you who aren't really familiar with it, it's just kind of the way that the planets are aligned. Mercury is kind of like how you communicate and receive communication and like how you emotionally act upon it. So when Mercury is in retrograde, it means it's like going backwards, Right? And like some type of orbit. Yeah, it's going in reverse. So something with the like the physics of it all, something about the negative pull affects us. So yeah, which is why, you know, you're extra emotional and like just things don't seem to be going your way or like stuff literally just doesn't work out for you. Like your TV could, your, your TV broke or something like that. Your files didn't save. But anyways, okay. Fast forward. So I did good. <laughs> I felt really I, good. I felt the anxiety and I felt like the things that would normally trigger me. I felt it the whole entire time. I just didn't act upon it or I didn't react like I normally would. Oh yeah. That's really good. I tried to surrender because that's what the card said. <laughs> that's what they kept saying for everyone. Yeah, I- surrender. Because okay. yeah, I the temptations that I had to be a different way it was like definitely not allowed by my guards like they made sure any type of moment that I would try to like want to be petty or want to say something or want to do something it's like no 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 it's not worth it it's not worth it it's like okay fine absolutely and it's just kind of one of those things where with times like this you react to things the same way every time and yep. then you, you just hit a point where you're about to react, but you're like, wait, I'm so tired of this. It's the growing period. Yeah. Like, and I'm... also, like, a reteaching for some. So, like, if, like, say we decide to act it on those emotions or act on emotion in those situations, then um, we would have to learn this lesson uh, again when Mercury retrograde came back around or before uh, Saturn finishes up its retrograde. Like, these definitely are like planets that can make you learn your lesson if you don't learn it the first time yeah like i always say to you and i think i've said it a few times here on our episodes you you get one situation it's going to teach you the lesson even if you came to me i'm gonna tell you what the lesson is i'm gonna tell you what the answer is what you should do the study guide all that shit but if you don't follow any of it or try then you're going to repeat this lesson the second time it comes around, and you may just be stuck in the cycle until you realize it. Yep. That's that kind of uh, cycle where, like, if someone's in a toxic relationship, or you know that that person isn't good for them, you're like, come on, like, you know, like, don't make excuses for this person. They're like, oh, I love them. And it's like... As you're saying all this, the visualization that I'm getting is, like, someone who's just like going and going like they never stop like they get tired and they still keep going and they get tired and they're still going yep so so sometimes by the time they wake up like 
and realize like I'm tired. I need to do things differently. They're worn out completely. Yep. And the mental breakdown. Yes. They're they are worn down. Yeah. Like they're a ticking time bomb waiting to explode. Or like a Mentos and a Coca Cola. Like that shit's gonna explode. Absolutely. If it's not processed. Like the guy that's really short, the bagel boss guy. Did you see that? No. I'm making him more famous by telling the, the listeners about him. But uh, it was a guy in New York, I think it was, or New Jersey. I want to say New York. He goes into this bagel shop, and uh, apparently he's being harassed by these people that he's short because he's only five foot, and this and that. Like, he's just a short guy. Yeah. And then this girl is recording him, and she doesn't say anything to him, but he goes, and this is why women like you can't find good men and blah 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 like i'm pretty sure i misquoted him but that's pretty much the energy that he was giving is that he just like blew like busted a casket like he just yeah. blew his lid and he went off on everybody but then you just saw how uh how rude he is to females and like how he's just like one of those machismos yeah so it was like okay little man come down this is why you're definitely single oh shit i yeah. haven't seen that <laughs> you have to look it up but that's that's a really good example of not processing emotions and not really focusing on yourself yeah taking like every little thing or every little action that somebody does and making it 10 times bigger because like i can assure you by everyone that's been interviewed in that situation like the employees and stuff uh somebody said that he's no longer welcome and that he would always harass like sexually harass uh verbally i should say verbally harass um in a sexual manner these employees that were women and it was like oh god so you can imagine how mercury retrograde made this guy like really like, big because he took everything the wrong way right for it sure was, you have to watch it i definitely will send you the video later so you can watch it and then it'll be a really good example yeah the cool thing about mercury retrograde and I feel like there's, like, a new awakening of souls. Yep. A ton. And the really cool thing that I noticed was that I noticed that people are starting to notice a difference in the energy in the air when there is a retrograde. And they're not really, like, they don't know what Mercury retrograde is or they don't understand the concept or just even know all this spiritual hippy-dippy witch stuff, you know? But... The next mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude oh my gosh my parents are catholic like you know my mom is like straight up like yeah. catholic she so would ban me from your house i mean she wouldn't ban me she would just roast me <laughs> like annoying to the point where i'm like all right i'm, I'm gonna look, like just look, cut you off for a little bit <laughs> and you're like okay mom i'm gonna tell you everything about your life you're gonna sit there and listen <laughs> But it's okay. My mom's learning to have an open mind. That's one of her evolutions that I've got to see. So that's pretty cool. So yes, I read my mom's cards one time, and everything that happened was true. But she was just kind of like, "Okay, okay, thank you, Mihal." Like she, like, no, no, like she only wanted a little bit. Yeah, everything. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, "Okay, thank you," but no, no, that's not it. It's like, okay, whatever, mom. Um, but yeah, so people who aren't as aware of their intuition and spiritual beliefs and stuff, they're starting to notice that yeah. there's, there's a, a shift in the energy. Their sensitivities are also true. There's so many people who are um, 
fire and water signs i think are a major yes i've noticed that too i've noticed that too the opposites are both waking up because it i've noticed this trend but it's like okay like a, a water sign and a fire sign together and you know they're toxic but they just like have this chemistry in some kind of weird way and it's like okay and then something made them break up because they realized they weren't good for each other and now individually they're either having to learn their lessons or to or they're waking up to understand their lessons yeah so a lot of the people that i've i've spoken to like even just in the last weekend are going through like this major like emotional healing yes it being more as like a lot of like relationships that ended you know in like june i want to say because june's a turning point for a lot of people either yeah. you're with it or you're not you know and i see a lot of that and just in a lot of the clients and people that i know and it's like i get people like two people were cleansing this weekend and they were just like they've never had one before from yeah me. they felt the difference and they're like this is insane and i said yeah i know you'll get used to it yes moments. yes <laughs> it's like they're also starting to be more aware that there's other people out there like them I, okay. you know i call us highly sensitive persons if you know the scientific term is a highly sensitive person they believe you know we that have really good emotional intelligence some people so, <laughs> which is which is also a learning experience but yes we've got really good emotional intelligence yeah like, oh you mad okay i'm gonna let you uh quick <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um what were we talking about <laughs> We jump from retrogrades into the people that are waking up. Wait. Oh, yes. Who are noticing the, the retrograde, yes. Yeah. Um, August, I think, was a really significant month for change because I've noticed that a ton of people have been going through changes right around the same time, and it was all in August. Like, yeah. you had some changes with your job and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I see a lot of, you know, stay-at-home moms going back to work or, like, you know, a bunch of different changes, you know, my office moved to a different location and Good. the lease ended and things like that. This was moving to a different location too. Um, by like walls and then four ten, like, dude, I'm not driving all the way out there. What the heck? <laughs> That's <laughs> really far. But there's some bomb food out there. <laughs> yes. But it definitely wouldn't have given me enough time to be able to enjoy it. With, like, For sure. Bit, like, oh. Yeah. But um I'm trying to think if we covered a lot. Just like a quick catch up because we are, as everyone's aware, we've been kind of MIA. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> we are looking to try to find actually, like better time to, to do this recording. So we're probably going to have to do it like this for a little bit because a quick hour session, can we can make some material with that. So, oh, for sure. Um, so you'll, you'll definitely be hear, hearing more of our uh, episodes here in the near future. I'm going to go ahead, if you're ready, and I'm going to do the second story, which is the most recent story. Ooh, okay. I feel like I have to tell y'all something else, too, but I'll probably think of it during your story, so go for it. Okay, think of it during your story, or my <laughs> and um, write down, like, the key points, so that gotcha. we can do it, and we can wrap Write it down, story. do a book report. A hundred percent. So, um, I'll start off with saying that Saturdays are, like, my, it's basically devoted to my clients, like, whoever has booked me, I'm there giving the readings and the cleansings, and so on and so forth, so I really take a lot of time out of my time that I could have off to make sure everyone else is good, this is my way of, like, 
still being able to function, of course. For sure. Um, so I gave two reading two uh two deck readings, which what that means is that like I read somebody's cards with two decks of cards, two different ones, uh playing cards and tarot. And so I did that and I also cleansed them like the area that they're in, just so that way I can kinda, you know, help yeah. them. Um so I did all that and I was supposed to meet with Amelia. And I said, okay, let me text her to make sure we're still on. But it was already kind of, it was like three something. And by the time I got there, it probably would have been like another 30 minutes. And I just didn't want to rush. So I said, okay, let's just wait. And we rescheduled. So we, um, we didn't talk anymore after that, but somehow I was already headed to my parents' house. So I was already going like in the direction as it's yeah. really going that way. Like autopilot autopilot 100% because I should have been taking like a different highway to get home and so I get there and you know like my parents weren't expecting me or anything like that I didn't tell anyone that I was showing up I just showed up and I said okay like this is kind of weird like the vibe here is very anxiety but I couldn't tell where it was coming from so I go inside I'm just kind of hanging out my dad's decluttering which is huge like he's actually going through like boxes but he found like super old photos and there's a photo of him that was just like me which is insane before he had like you know um like he broke his nose one time ago so he didn't look the same but like in this picture it looks just like me it's so like if you look at this you're like holy shit yeah like he looks just like your dad like i want to see these pictures and then you're gonna show us all (laughs) i'll have to take a picture so that way i can show you all side by side but um I'm there, and mind you, I'm just really briefly on my dad. My dad's not a very spiritual person whatsoever. He had his palm read when I think I was about eight or nine at the Black Swan Inn. Shout out to them. And it was like a, a palm reader there, and he said a lot of stuff that like nobody else knew. Like his dad passed, and like there was no way nobody else would have known that since he had passed two years previously. So, um, it freaked him out. He didn't want to do it anymore. So, ever since then, like, he blocked it out. Even though he knew I had gifts, like, growing up, I would have, like, oh, I saw Grandpa in my dreams last night. He told me this, this, and this, like, as a kid. And so, he always knew that I was gifted in some kind of way, but he never, like, made it a point for me to know, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So. It's, um, like, omission. Yeah. It's, like, like, eh. Yeah, he really didn't want me to, like, get into it, I guess. But at the same time, he can't stop what's happening. So I I become who I am today, uh, two years ago. And since then, my dad's seen the progress that I've made and a lot of little milestones here and there. And he, uh, he's now more open. Like, if something breaks, he's like, what does that mean? Like, he's, he's quick now to ask. Like, what For is sure. Like, he's more aware. He's Absolutely. Of- and he sees that you're not, like, doing seances or, like, <laughs> sacrifices, you know, like, the, yeah. the more hardcore type stuff. Yeah, he sees a lot of the crazy shit that I do. And it's, like, I guess it kind of freaks him out sometimes, but at the same time, he's really intrigued by it because it helps. Yeah, him. for so, sure. Like, um, a lot... Let me backtrack really quick that my dad has encountered the white owl. What is the white owl? So the white barn owl, you know, the creepy looking one, the fourth kind, that kind of owl. You can't see its eyes. It's just all black. Uh, 
He's watering the grass outside. It was like midnight. Like, what are you? Why are you watering your grass at midnight? At midnight, right? Like, I get if it's dark, but at midnight, I guess he was just working in the back and he was just trying to get stuff done since it was cooler. True. Texas heat is no joke. Hell yeah, hundred plus degrees for like a week straight. Uh Okay, so then that makes sense a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Maybe like a month ago, I would say, give or take. It was during the retrograde. Uh, okay but he he saw this owl and it was crying like a baby like at first he'd only heard a baby crying he was like Why is there a baby that crying? is crazy because so owls go hoo-hoo you know yeah, they don't it was like a like a oh. wham, like a like a really crying infant wham is what my dad described it as and so all of a sudden he saw it on top of the light pole you know how like my my house has like this curve that goes down and the light yeah pole. yeah it was on that light pole and he saw it and he was like whoa shit and so, like, it stared right at him, and when he had, when he's when he saw him, he looked away. He looked back. He was gone, and he didn't like the feeling because it was after midnight. And he just like, he was like, "Yeah, what does this mean?" Like, he texted me, and I was like, "Uh, I don't even like the way that feels." Like, it literally meant. I told him I was like, "I honestly feel that's a sign that someone's gonna die." If it's telling you that, and he felt it too, I was like, "That's for sure a sign that someone's gonna die." Because nothing like that happens like good after midnight. Like, there's no good sign that's gonna come from that. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, this is a month ago, so keep that aware that this isn't a long time in between. Uh, sometime in July or so, it's during that retrograde. But his friend ended up dying like two, three days later. Wow. Mm-hmm. The friend never took care of himself either. So, listen. But still, too bad. It's awful, but like. Yeah, it was like okay, like they saw it coming, and this was just confirmation that it was going to happen because he hadn't been at work in a long time. Like, this is a man who would give away his fruit because he didn't want to eat it, like purposely. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, hang on, I'm gonna stop the recording. And I'm gonna restart or where I left off. Hang on. Okay. So my dad. Um, you know, his friend died. And so we fast forward to actually this Saturday. This is this past Saturday. Um, he's telling me that he he sees and he heard the white owl again. Oh, man. Yeah. So he's t- like, I'm in my room sitting in my chair at my desk, you know, the, the wooden desk that he made me. Yeah. I'm just sitting there at it. My mom's on her phone, just chilling. And then my dad sits down too. And he's, they're all just catching me up, like, with the craziest shit. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the white owl again, but I need to bring back like why there's an anxiety, why all this stuff is happening in the neighborhood. So, um, my dad sent me a video, uh, probably around after the friend died, maybe a week after, so sometime January, I'm sorry, January, July, uh, sometime in July, and it was a guy trying to break into our cars. He just like hugged, like pulled the handles real soft, like the light was open, like we have a floodlight camera, so like yeah front of there you know you're gonna you're being recorded like without a doubt so the guy's trying to open our doors and he doesn't he doesn't get to it but there's a light so he doesn't like that so he walks down two houses to the right and he goes to this house and he breaks the window and he takes like this guy's tools and uh, it was a hot mess so yeah all of this happening i didn't think much of it because you know shit like that happens a lot like they took these people's tires off of their truck up the street like oh my gosh yeah this is a this is my neighborhood. The first street has never been a bad street. The neighborhood is sometimes a little sketchy, but nothing even wild, you know? So, Our side of town, it's not a sketchy place, mind you. <laughs> it's just, a good neighborhood. 
These are just bored teenagers and like yeah. freeloaders who don't know what to do with themselves. So, um, ever since that that moment of the car getting broken into, that house has been on a paranoia of like anxiety and and stress, like yeah, craziness because all these little things are happening. Like, um, somebody broke into the house next to theirs, like to their right, so three houses down, somebody broke into that house and then I was like what I was like that doesn't happen here I was like that's never happened here like nah that's just not coming to the neighborhood like not today wow Uh, that's like a huge shift in energy yeah it was literally like 180 feeling I always wondered why I had anxiety going to the neighborhood but I just thought it was like because of school you know like there's a lot of kids there um so my mom's telling me, yeah, like we were about to leave one day to go play bingo and we saw this car driving by on the on the camera and they were just going by and it saw um, one of my neighbors, the house that was broken into. I don't know if that was before or after, um, but they had turned, they had gone down to the cul-de-sac and turned around because they saw someone get down from their car and they watched my neighbor's daughter go into the house. And so my parents just were just there just like looking, just making sure like something's gonna happen i can call the cops right now you know that kind of thing. yeah it was pretty serious uh for the event like i don't think anything actually happens right there and then but i think that was a house that they like plotted like they pinned kind of you know right but they thought only like a girl lived there but really it's like, the whole family so i was like oh no you know me as soon as i start hearing all this craziness i'm gonna go and start cleansing because I already know. Well, mind you, all these little things were also happening in my parents' house. So, like, the neighbor right next door um, had, like, overgrown grass and plants and stuff. Everything was very, like, everywhere. So, yeah, habitat for pests. So, we were seeing a lot of rats. And um, there was a lot of, like, the squirrels were gone. My dad said, the squirrels don't come anymore. Like, like he sees that there is a lot of energy change of where animals are around. I was like, what? So like no, so I went down to the mailbox in front of the house, and I literally cleaned it with Florida water and cleansing spray inside and out, um, on the metal part, and then I I dropped a bunch of love oil on the post, like in the wood. I had my protection bottle on the little wood part that sticks out. It like fell, it fell right oh, in front of the, like it fell by itself. There was no movement on the mailbox whatsoever. There was not enough wind to actually move this glass bottle. It just fell. I said, all right, like, if that's what has to happen, then that's what's going to happen. So, Dang. yeah, this isn't even, like, I'm not even near done. This is a lot that's already happened. So, I'm there. I'm like, let me go to my mom, like, have her help me sweep this up, because I'm not picking up this glass with my hands. I tried to, but I couldn't. So, she helped me sweep it up, and I had a gray bag and a white bag um, from, like, HEB and, like, CVS or something. Yeah. Or Walmart. And I put the glass in the gray bag and sealed it. And then I put that bag into like the white bag and I sealed it and I threw it in the garbage bin, which is black. So it stayed in there. Yeah. So I went around the front yard just burning this uh, this smudge bundle that I got from Cherry Fox, who's one of our listeners. She makes her own bundles. So I bought like $100 worth of them. The total, like, I definitely want oh, to your stuff. Yeah. Are those the pretty ones? Yes. They're really, really yes, pretty. Yes, dude. Yes. So you'll, uh, I already started taking pictures of some, um, but I'm 
taking pictures of them as I go so that way you can see how much of it I use and stuff like that yeah for sure um but yeah so I used her bundle around the house um outside in the yard the front yard I was wearing my palo santo and then the ash the palo santo I was like marking lines like I read that you know molas in Panama they have like these straight lines if they have those it's like protection like the bamboo grows straight that's what they're envisioning like plants that go straight fences they're straight lines so that's amazing i'm gonna go look at my molas now and see you have to <laughs> too, but there's not all of them but obviously you can probably find them and look up the different meanings of like the symbols but like i marked every so often the fence like a straight black line with follow santo ash and i um and i did florida water around the perimeter i did my my blessed sea salt that i have for sale I, yo, you you name it, think it. I, yeah, you you like, used everything. You brought up the big guns, everything oh, that you have, guns. right? I had literally taken off like my my headpiece that I usually wear from when I do work. I took off my head wrap completely, and I was fighting this shit straight. Like you're gonna fucking hear from me type shit. So I went outside with all my little like bucket and stuff, and I did everything I had to do, and. I was burning everything simultaneously as doing my song bowl. And I was just spinning it and spinning it. I was like in my own little trance, right? And this is at least like the second hour of cleansing. Like this is a very deep cleansing I'm doing on my mom's house and the neighborhood at this point. Even though I didn't go around to each house, I'm like pushing my energy out there so hard for it to you know, send out that energy out. So Damn, yeah, that's crazy. I've never heard my song bowl sing so loudly. Like it was like you've heard it when it's like really like everything's a little yeah. clear. This is like me putting this extra effort just inside of our back fence. Our shit was so cleansed, it was like you could eat off the dirt. Like that kind of cleanse. <laughs> like it was mad clean and just putting a song bowl out in the wind like that. And like the the yard, whatever was out there, like it couldn't take the noise because as soon as I stopped, everything was just happier. And as I left, my dad always told me about these little birds that are in this bush by our front door, like mm-hmm. not right there, but just kind of near it. And he goes, "The birds aren't ever there anymore. I want you to see them." And I was like, "Yeah, like they'll they'll show up." You know, this whole time he's been trying. Well, the minute that he's not trying to show me and I'm leaving, these birds fly out, and I'm like, "Ah, they came back because they feel safe." Oh, so my my dad or I, I actually called my mom today and I was like, hey, how's everyone feeling? How's the house feeling? This and that. She goes, well, as soon as your dad came home after he left, he was like, I can feel a difference in the house. So my dad yes. awake now and he's, he's like, I don't want to be awake. I don't want to be connected. And I said, no, well, you have to. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, that's awesome. So your dad I, is very intuitive. Oh, man, he just a hot, like a hot point. Oh, absolutely. Oh, um, are, are you done with your story? Okay. I don't want to make it short, but... That was my whole story. That was the... the that's crazy. Heritage. Of- and, and the amazing thing is that, like, I'm sure you just cleanse, like, within time, like, years worth of energy. Oh, yeah. For a little bit, you know? At least for a little bit. But I just know it... Oh, sorry. Actually, I do want to just wrap up with the owl thing. This oh, yes, yes, yes. So um, I have cleansed everything and my dad um, was telling me about, you know, what was happening with the cars. And I was able to put two and two together that this woman, she knows, like, 
about spirit. She's Mexicana from California. Like, she's aware of stuff. Yeah. And she's going through, like, this awakening period. And, like, um, she never leaves her house at night. Make that a point. She never leaves her house at night. But on this specific night, just, like, earlier this week, she left. And this is the night that my dad heard the owl. He heard something, like, whistling. And he was outside just watering the grass. But it wasn't midnight. He just said it was at night this time. So I don't know. But <laughs> he was leaving at the same time. And she saw him outside. So she went past him, looked the window down, and was like, Hey, what do you hear that whistling? He was like, Oh, that's the white owl. Like, I busted out laughing <laughs> straight up. I, I know it's not the, the best thing to laugh at because I know it's kind of scary, but like for my dad to tell someone about a, a, an animal, like the meaning and trying to explain it, like it's like one of those uh, scary horror films for this person where they pass somebody and they're like, If you go down there, something will happen. Like that kind of thing. Yeah it freaked her the fuck out like she goes oh my god because he was that's the white owl and she goes no she was not the white owl and she drove off oh so she knew what it meant yeah it was for her though i know it's not for my dad because everything's still at the house nothing's gonna happen to us we're fine but she's the one that's creating all the paranoia and anxiety attracting this crazy ass energy into our neighborhood these entities that are feeding off of her like this woman like bars her house like she locks her door with the sofa she's that paranoid yeah soak that in for a second this is how much energy is shifting out of her house like spewing out of her house with like anxiety and shit i said oh no this shit is not going down at my neighborhood but i know if she heard that white owl someone's either gonna die someone's gonna get killed or someone might have to like just leave the house in general like there's going to be some type of ending i don't know exactly what but based on the white owl so far it may not be too good but she's like attracting this manifestation hardcore like i don't know what's going to happen and i'm not trying to predict anything like that or wanting to manifest it but based on like the experience we've had so far my dad's guide being this white owl like that he just knows now as the messenger of death just putting two and two together you know but um it was really fucking wild and um that's why i went really hardcore in dressing the doors and everything because i was like no i'm not about to have this be like something else that i'm gonna have to deal with like mm-mm. nope so that was pretty much how the, the full circle of the white owl and me cleansing the fuck out of this neighborhood had to happen awesome we had a little bit of technical difficulty but we're back <laughs> for sure um but yeah that was pretty much the whole story with um the white owl and just cleansing a whole neighborhood of wild shit but um i just wanted to make sure we got your story because our episode was definitely not over just yet the floor is yours madam oh thanks um hold on let me think because for me it hasn't been like crazy events like yours <laughs> i'm definitely like, on the opposite spectrum dude, side. Yeah. i've just had little spurts of like things happening so um the thing at my apartment i'm trying to think oh the dream so me and yaya mm. like i look at yaya in my dreams and her and i hang out in dreamland <laughs> all the time all the time and if i can't get a hold of her it's because she's awake and I know that sounds crazy, but it happens. <laughs> so, 
the last time I had a dream, well, me and Yara, like, hang out in Dreamland, like, every other night, but... <laughs> I don't remember was... a lot of it, actually. I just know when I... I know what's going down when I wake up, like, still drunk or something. <laughs> um. Oh, so I think it was when you were in New York. Okay. Um, it was a dream that I had. So I had this dream that I was in Dreamland, and even in Dreamland, you weren't around. I was aware that you were gone. So I was walking through through a portal in my dream to another like place in my dream, but I went through Yaya's apartment. And I described it to her exactly how it is. And she's like, oh, yeah, like those are portals. I, I know those are portals. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> I walked through the front door and like on the couch were two dudes. There was a, a skinny blonde dude and he was like, oh, hi, I'm... I'm, can I say, can I say your boyfriend's name on here? Yeah. Okay. So the skinny blonde guy was like, oh, hi, I'm Nick's anxiety. And then there was another guy, a bigger guy, and he had brown hair and he was wearing like a, like a punk rock type shirt of like some band. And he was like, oh, hey, I'm Nick's humor. (laughs) And And they're like, what the fuck is happening? But this is so real. And they were just waiting for Nick to get back from New York like the whole apartment was waiting for y'all to get back and so I keep Mm -hmm. walking and I went from one side of the apartment to the other side of the apartment and into like your closet door or something (laughs) like your your apartment was a freaking portal and then when I told you about it like you were so nonchalant you're like oh yeah like yeah I know that's where the portals are and I was like what the hell like I just met Nick's anxiety and his humor and they waited for us to get back. How nice and, of them. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't take the ride and leave. They, yeah, it was so bizarre. But I've been having a lot of strange dreams. Like, my dreams, I don't want to say they're, like, prophetic dreams, but they mean something for sure in week life. I would say they're definitely borderline. Yeah, because I've had some weird, I just hang out with people in my dreams. Like, we just talk and hang out. You are a mind witch, so that means you're going to be a dream witch. Like, it's just the natural thing as a part of you. Because, I mean, it ties into, like, your whole profession, your career, like. True. <laughs> with your specialty. Like, with me, like, um, being we- very grounded. Like, I like gardening a lot. And it, like, is something that's just very natural to me now. Which is really weird, because it's, like, my first garden, and I have almost like four foot high almost five feet high sunflowers you're really good with plants (laughs) because i've never had plants up until now like i've never had to care of plants i just know what to do or i just understand them i don't know but wild wild that's another story another story for another yeah for sure we have plenty of stories that we're probably just gonna have to save for the next episode um I forgot what else I was going to say. So I think we'll, we could wrap it up if you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate everybody listening to our episode. This is definitely our welcome back episode. Um, we're going to try to get at least maybe one more episode in this month to start back up. And then once we can adjust for our schedules and everything, then you will be hearing more content from us. For sure, on my end, what, I'm get, well, what I will be getting ready to do here is record 
um, Passion Tribe Vibes YouTube self-care videos. So I'm doing the first one. I just figured it'd be easier as a YouTube video than like a a webinar or anything like that. So um, I'm going to be doing that. But be on the lookout for that. They We're tied in together. Brew House Society and Passion Tribe Vibes are... Both- we're the same people. <laughs> we're the same people um but it just allows us for different hours for different people and yes um, for sure you know you know we just want to make it right and make it really cool also if you're in san antonio um i am putting together a huge event uh, for scary storytelling um it is called scara scare ah, <laughs> <laughs> um this is definitely happening I'm uh, still trying to look for the right venue, but definitely either at the end of September or the beginning of October, just to kick off those Halloween vibes. Um, that's still in the works of progress, but there is an event on Facebook if you search it. Scare uh, Palooza is also on Passion Tribe Vibes, so you'll be able to find it there. Uh, check out our website, our social media on Facebook, on Instagram, even here at Anchor. Tell your friends and family. We always have some pretty crazy stories to tell. Uh, especially if me and Chrissy get to go out at some point and just be oh, with We need to make it happen so we yeah. can have another day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. We are going to have to get something set up and maybe do like a uh, a show, like a talk show live somewhere in the bar maybe. Like, yes. That would be kind of cool. Interview people around the spot. Ooh. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we definitely love our listeners. Please send us messages here on anchor we would love to answer your questions or um at bruja.society on instagram you can definitely find us there or at passion tribe vibes either way you will find us which is anywhere and everywhere wherever you need us um but if you need anything please email us uh at bruja society at gmail.com uh, y'all have a great week sending y'all positive vibes bye yes bye Hey y'all, it's Yaya with Bruja Society, and I'm here to thank you for listening to our episode on our podcast. And I just want to share how much we appreciate and thank each and every one of you for listening, subscribing, emailing, just really showing us support and love. Um, It really makes a difference in motivating what we're doing and the movement we're trying to do with our magic community. So if you're just a patron of interest, a witch a curandero, um, a bruja, a brujo, whatever you classify yourself as, if you see it as magic or you work with spirits or anything spiritual, definitely subscribe to us. But other than that, we appreciate every ounce of time that you share with us and we hope you enjoy the rest of our episodes. Have a good day.